for for your info lah in Munkera, not many condo are legal for Airbnb. Oh, this is only one which is you can know is higher house. Oh, I call this if you know that. Okay, I don't, but I I'm actually more curious on why some got legal, some not. I didn't know. I thought any house also you can do Airbnb. Maybe the lawyer can answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if I may, uh, so in in Malaysia, as we know that there are various titles to land, correct? Yes. That's- Before we begin the podcast, have you gotten your free ebook? It's called the Build a Six-Figure Portfolio Guidebook. Now, inside it, we share with you the tips and tricks to bring your stock investing skills to the next level. The best part, it's only 10 pages long and it's totally free. Whether you're on Spotify or YouTube, the link to download is in the description or you can go to www firl.co slash f-r-e-e or www.firl.co slash free hey guys welcome back to the podcast it's been a while uh you know finding good guests is uh not easy we used to have a criteria or like a kpi where we would hit maybe uh you know once a week but when we did that we realized we weren't getting on specifically the guests that we want to bring on and actually, today's guest is, uh, you know, a little bit out of uh, left field, right? Uh, it's not really related to equity investing, but it is still related to investing. And that is uh, Airbnb investing. So uh, without further ado, uh, welcome to the podcast, Sky. And of course, uh, his partner in crime, which is uh, Wei Han. Uh, it's a close associate of mine. And yeah, but it, maybe that is for another uh, time, <laughs> right? Maybe. Uh, yes. So... I know Wehan, you're a lawyer by training, yes. but today the main star, apologies, will be uh, Sky. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, and you know, Sky is an Airbnb uh, investor and we are going to talk a lot about how the tips and tricks of Airbnb investing. I want to really get to know how we can, anyone can, wants to start, what do they need to know? But before that, I want to ask you, Sky, like what is, before getting into Airbnb investing, what were you doing and how, why did you decide to invest? Uh, investing? So firstly, I was an uh, agent actually. Okay. I my own property agency. Yes, yes. So the reason why I started this uh, Airbnb career because of yes. in market, many of the investors actually, they, they bought a house. Yes, right? yes, yes. But actually no one will be following with them for the, I mean, after they get a key yes, yes. and how they renting out, yep, yep. even though for the renovation part. Lah. So this all Re- renovation yeah. ourselves, lah, themselves lah, actually. Yeah. Right. So what we started this because of we trying to create some value to our client. Yes, yes. Yeah. From VP, defect check. Until so from, we, from what? Sorry? V, VP. VP means like working positions are like they get a key from the rapper. Oh, okay. okay. We will do the defect for them. We'll do some design for them, then convert their unit to Airbnb. I see. Because mainly we are focusing on invested invest investment product, lah. We say, like. right, right. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Continue. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a one short service. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know. So, but before getting into, uh, I guess Airbnb investing and being an agent. Yeah. What were you doing before that? I want to get a sense of you know where you're coming from. You mean my first job? Ah? 
Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. <laughs> chef. <laughs> chef, oh. Yeah. Uh, how, uh, you have to share the story. Yeah. Yes, very interesting. So, yeah, chef <laughs> was, uh, I'm a person that like to cook, actually. Yes, uh. Yeah, so I'm expert in French cuisine and also Western oh. and dessert. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Man of many talents. So, so if you were a chef, then suddenly you become a property agent. How does this transition Change, yeah. happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, when we started, we are yeah. in hotel line. Okay. Right, right. But uh, I like to cook, but I don't like to follow the thing that they give to us. Like ah. every day, doing the same things: cut onion, uh, cook the steak. Ah. The job will be the same. Right, right. Like maybe we'll, like let's say for cutting onion or veggie, you will take this job for three to six months at least. Every day doing the same things. I see. Yeah, for you to change the department, uh, like you change to, uh, now today, uh, you change to this doing stick. Right, right, right. Yeah. Then the one will be Very hard. three months. But for you to, you know, uh, getting higher positions in, yes, in yes. chef line uh, is very tough. Uh. Not easy. So that means also the income jump also is not, not big. I see. Yeah. So I like to cook, but I don't like to follow the thing that they ask me to do. La. So I like to do like, oh, today I want to cook this. Then I do this. Ah. Yeah, but that's why my final goal actually is have my own restaurant. Restaurants. I see. Yeah. So obviously that, that goal, uh, I don't know whether it has been achieved yet, but is that, so that's the reason why you become an agent because you agent. wanted maybe more income and maybe yes. with that more income you can set up your own restaurant is it yes correct i see yeah. so uh yeah so now then when you become an agent right what's the big change that you feel because uh cooking chopping onion and then now going out people you have to dress very nice versus in the kitchen right well, what was the transition like when something is quite challenging actually yes sir. yeah so i went through a lot of uh like uh, getting scored by client because of not enough of knowledge. Ah. Yeah, when you're starting to, when you are a fresh agent. Nah. Yes. So after that, we actually, um, for myself, like, I take about one year's time Yeah, to go study all the project wow. and join the presentation like with my senior. Like. I see. Yeah. For that year, maybe uh, income is not that good. Right. But I can learn a lot of things. Like. Right. Now, even though if you know the Sin Brothers, I was one of their students uh, previously when they started. What brothers? Sorry? Sin Brothers. The Sin brothers brothers. Airbnb. Uh. If, oh. you know, if you know the company. Uh. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I also joined their course before. Uh. I see. Yeah. When they are starting the time. Uh. This is what? 10 years ago? It got six, seven, six years? Six, seven years. Uh. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So that in that first year, what, what <laughs> were the big lessons that, that you learned? Instead of learning, I will say I found a big issue in the market. Hmm. A lot of people, they actually, when they purchase a property, after they buy, actually, they don't know what to do for the property. They Even don't know whether they want to stay or they want to invest or what? How they invest also, they don't know. I will ah, say. Okay. Like they just buy and they just live there or just ask agent to help to rent it out. Yes, yes. Yeah, but some agent, because of they want to rent it out, as soon as possible, then they will just roll down the price, ah. then just rent out. Uh, then okay. they get their first month as a commission, uh, plus, yeah, 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 then yeah. done. 
Okay. No more following, no more follow up lah. I see. Yeah. So this thing always happen in the market lah. Okay. Yeah. So for myself, I trying to do something different lah. We do like, even though we helping for long term renter, we also manage on behalf of the owner, like correct the rental payment, clear the rating bills, all lah. So we okay. do for the owner. Even though some unit, if they say the locations is good, we will convert it to Airbnb. Mm. Yeah. So this what we do for our client. Yeah. So let so let me try understand. So you are mm. an agency first, then you have an Airbnb Happening. service to service. add on to the agency. Yes. So uh, let's say every project that you sell, let's say out of 10, how many will hop on to this Airbnb services, you feel? I would say seven to eight. That's quite a lot. Yeah, because as I mentioned just now, we are more focusing on investment product. Mm. Yeah. So one project, I won't take more than 30 units. If they ah. say for Airbnb, because I want to take care of my owner profit. So I will try to roll down, like uh, maybe for this project, okay. I only will take 30. Like mm. certain project, I will take 60. Uh, depends on the location of us. Right. And the yeah. reason you have a limit is because you feel that managing can be quite difficult if there's too much? Mm, because if you manage too much of unit, we need to take care of all the owner, right? It will be difficult. Yes. Because of maybe this month, for the first 10 unit, maybe not so bad. A lot of booking. Very ah. good, lah, for example. But maybe the another, another 10 unit, maybe not many booking. Right. Then the profit to owner will be lesser. Yes. Yeah. So for one area, maybe we will target, we will research the market first. Lah. I see. Yeah. Then we will take like maybe 20, right. 50 or 60. So like am lah. I right to say that after you research, the amount of units you take is based on how much potential you think there is. Yes. So more potential, you take more. Yes. Correct. I see. So uh, my follow-up would be maybe give us a sense of how you decide which one is 10 units only, which one is 60 units. Well, well of course, you don't have to share like all the secrets, but yeah. you know, what are the guiding points? I know like, because I have property friends, so they're not Airbnb, but you know, they, they, they'll figure out like immediate income is very important. How much they can afford and things like that. The people around there. Maybe I named two projects. Sure, right? sure, sure. The first Case one study, perfect, yeah. is uh, one, one, six, three. Mungkara. Okay, okay. Okay, if you for, for your info la, in Mungkara, not many condo are legal for Airbnb. Oh. This is only one which is you can know is higher house. Oh. Akolis, if you know that. Okay, I don't, but I I'm actually more curious on why some got legal, some not. I didn't know. I thought any house also you can do Airbnb. Maybe the lawyer can answer, yeah. 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 So if I may, uh so in in Malaysia, as we know that there are various titles to land, correct? Yes, there's a so, tree, right? Commercial property. Ah, uh, there's industrial. more. There's actually residential, oh. commercial, industrial, industrial, and agricultural. Oh yes, of course, yes. of course. So of course. The reason why such titles were assigned to specific plots of land is because each land is supposed to have a specific purpose for it. Yes. Right. So growing up, I know a lot of the times our parents would say, you get residential freehold, that's all. Right. That's the best one. Yeah, right? yeah. Because utilities are cheaper. Because you only for the rest of your life, right? Yes. Right. 
So, but the thing is, that is not thinking with an investor's mindset. Okay. If you are thinking with an investor's mindset, you need to understand that something with a commercial title, especially, yes, the trade-off is that the utility rates are higher. Right. However, with a fully commercial title property, you have a lot more flexibility in what you can do with that property as an investor. You mm. want to do long-term rental? No problem. You want to do short-term rental? No problem. You want to convert it into an office space or rent it out to companies yeah. for offices? You can. Yeah. Right. So that that reason why is because from a legal standpoint, because each property has a specific purpose assigned to it. So for example, if we're talking about Moncara, the majority of properties in Moncara are actually under residential title. Mm. So if you go on the main road of Moncara, specifically Jalan Kiara 1, where Plaza Moncara, 163 Moncara, 1MK, Hyatt House, Akoris, yep. all of those properties are, 163 is one of the only ones that is fully legal to do Airbnb because it has a fully commercial title and it's a commercial freehold property on top of that. So wait, you, so you're saying the criteria for Airbnb legality is commercial, has to be commercial? Yes. Not, in Not a really sense, actually. In a sense. Oh, okay, okay. But if let's say and project, let's say for example, Block B is a pure commercial title. Right. So for the one, uh, management have no right to stop you. Of to, course, some residential title okay. we also we will convert to Airbnb, but maybe the management will come and kachow lah. Why yeah. would the management kachow you if Airbnb isn't that your house? No, because it's uh mostly they bought that is for on stay, so most of the owner okay they are staying there for their own, so they don't like someone to come in and out. In their in their condo lah. Oh yeah, but in commercial. Most of them they are looking for investment. And it's a commercial because of it's a commercial title, the owner have the right to do Airbnb and he have the right to come like like what uh, we have mentioned now. Can be an office. Okay. So that yeah. means commercial people have the right to do Airbnb. But for residential is gray area, it's question mark. If yeah. the people there say, okay, no problem, then you can do. do yes. But the people there have the right to say, no, you cannot do Airbnb. Yes. Correct. You see, because the reason I ask because when you mentioned that, all the times over the past six, seven years when Airbnb got popular, that I've booked Airbnb are all residential units. Yeah. So when you tell me that only commercial, I'm like, uh, am I breaking the law? <laughs> you aren't. <laughs> you yeah, aren't. The owner, the owner. Uh, yeah. in, in a sense, it's only because there's a risk. If you go for a property that's mm. under a residential title, right? Yeah. There are certain properties under residential title that are where their JMBs, their management bodies are very, very strict yes. in regards to Airbnb proprietorship. Because the residential title is for purposes of own stay. Right. Yes. So in this sort of situation, right, all it takes is, for example, maybe one neighbor to be dissatisfied or and then complain to the management body. And if the management body is very strict, they can actually ban you from, yeah, uh, they have the from right running now. Airbnb. But the commercial guys don't have the right to do They that. do not. I see. So I, I guess I have one other question is, because uh, you do essentially, you want to end-to-end -end help uh, investors or specifically um, manage everything. Because, um, you know, I'm in the stock investment world and one of the big, reasons why I don't invest in properties personally is because of this headache, right? Yeah. I have to chase tenant. I have to pay the bills on time, you know, leakages. I have to tend to them. So we have a headache, right? Uh, you help people to find rental as well in addition to Airbnb. Am I right to say that? Yes. I see. So usually 
how do you decide? Like, because do your, the owners of the house come and tell you, hey, no, rental only or Airbnb only or mix. How, how, how then do you we will explain to them. La. Like, for example, la. now, uh, let's say a uh, project mm. when you're starting to hand over yes. to the, all the owner. Yes. So I would say 80% of the owner, they were like, oh, I get a key. Okay, faster, I will renovate, rent it out fast. Uh -huh. This is their, their mindset. Mm. I want to rent it fast. Pay the bank, yeah. Yeah, so most of them, this 80% of owner, they were starting to, oh, uh, this tenant request 2006. Maybe your market rental is about 2006. But they will say, oh, 2000. If they say the tenant opens the price for 2000, you will just accept it because I want to faster to rent it out. Mm. Yeah. So they will lower the price, right? Yes. But if they say the 20% of the owner, they pass to us to run for Airbnb first. Then when all the, when the 80% of the owner, right, when they have fully lent out their unit, mean the supply is not much. Ah, right. Then yes. after that, the 20% of the owner, certain unit we can starting to throw for long-term ah. renter. But the price, we can increase because not many. So it's Airbnb first so that you can reduce the risk because Airbnb is not a long-term contract. So you mm. start getting the money first. Then when you see for, let's say the market's 2000, but there's demand for the project. So you can put 2003, 2004 like that. Am I right? Uh, maybe more than that. Right. Yeah. Like for example, Miller Square. Lah, okay. Okay. Wait, Miller's, the Miller's is it? Miller's. This one is in Bukit Jalil you're talking no, about. No, the Okang Road, the one. Ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. but near OUG, uh, near, near the that area. Yeah. Okay, got it. The A and B starting, we have, we, have, we have about 20 units there. La, okay. Running for Airbnb. When starting, most of the owner they ran out for 2003, 2006, some maybe 2000 only. Mm. But for our, the 20 units that we hold, we just rented out one of the unit, 3000. Because Whoa. of now, Many, not many units in A and B. So when tenant come over, they have no much option to choose. I see. Yeah, then we can increase the rental price. Uh, uh, because of not many supply. Ma. Yeah, yeah, correct. Then they correct. have to go through us. Lah. The law of supply and demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess my next question would be, so you also help your clients uh, negotiate? Yes. The rent and everything. Rent so everything. it's a full, full service. <laughs> so then, then definitely my next question will be like, how would you uh, charge, right? Because, you know, if it's a long-term rental, it's very straightforward. It's just one month of rent, typically. Uh, even if you sell a property, it's just, you know, 1%, 2%, 3%, whatever it is. This one is, you have many, many services, right? So yeah. I assume some people say, you know what? I, I, I only want you to manage my Airbnb. The rest I can call team. Or I, some people say the full thing. How, how do you okay. manage all this? For example, let's say you are the owner. Yes, yes. Okay. Maybe for your unit, the renter in the market yes. is 2004 or 2006. This is the max. Okay. Okay. What if let's say I'm able to help you to rent out for 3,000. Yes. But every month I will get 10% from you. But I will handle all of all the things from for you la, on behalf ah. of you la. Yeah, we call like management fees. La. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I help you to get a higher. Sometimes on rent, right? You're saying. Yes. 
And this will apply to Airbnb, lah. Ten percent of the Airbnb fees also. Ah, uh, no. Even though for let's say helping you to rent out a high price of one year rental, we will take a management fees also, like ten percent. Hmm. But we will do everything. If let's say the guest, the tenant, suddenly rent one month, then he don't pay the rental, then he run away. We will pay you and ah. convert to Airbnb again and look for other tenant come in. I see. Uh, this is the first thing. And second thing, if they say the tenant broke the house, we have insurance. Oh, uh, uh, when they mess cover, up your yeah. walls or your toilet, all that. You also, we have insurance see. to cover all these things. Okay, so okay. all these things, we will handle on behalf for you. And the insurance uh, premiums and the cost is borne by yourself or the, uh, the investor? Ourself. Wow. So am I right to say that you don't get paid unless you get in the rent or the Airbnb money. Am I right to say that? Get paid? I mean, like only when the rent come in, then you guys get paid. Ah, uh, yes. Right? Of course, of course. So that's very fair, lah. Yes. You would yes. say. Yeah. So owner has no need to worry anything because everything we are handled on behalf. I see. Yeah. So now that you explain quite clearly how you know you you walk through how let's say if I have a house how I can work with you right. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit more about the business. You know, um, I think there are two pe- kind of listeners that will be interested in what you have to say. The first is obviously people who have houses who maybe want your services. But the second one would also be, um, you know, starting a business like that. Obviously, you're not going to give your competitors all the tips and tricks, but how... What do you need to have in your view, right, to start a business like that? Capital? Is it uh, the right people? Mostly, uh, I would say the right people. Really? Capital okay. is still is a small issue. Of course, you need a, you need a, yes. a, a good capital, of course. But the right people is more important. Yeah. Because for me and my team, we able to deliver the service to our owner, but yes. not many of them outside are able to provide the kind of service. Mm. And why is that? It's quite troubles, like you uh-huh. know? Yeah. So you need like a very service mindset kind of team mm. where they would tend to every issue that the owner might because any each house is different and they have different problems. Yeah. Some right. So even like what we what we do lah, like for millers, actually if we handle the area, we would just rent the property there, rent the house inside. So that one will be our office, our oh. station. Like in Oak, we also will rent a unit. Oh. We will put our stuff there to handle all the things. So it's very fast response time. Yes. So anything happen, we just go and settle. Ah. Uh, then how big is the team right now, I guess? We have about 15. Okay, so, uh, so I have a friend who also runs uh, something similar and he said that you need at least, uh, like you need the cleaners, you need the runners to send them the key and things like that, right? Mm. What's the breakdown of the 15? How many are, I guess, okay. customer Normally facing? we will set like Autoland. Uh, sorry, set so, like what, sorry? Autoland, like, okay, for example, uh, like Oak Suites. Okay, okay. Uh, because I have friends who work on, is on a cleaning company. La. Okay. So mostly he have the staff there to help me out. Okay. So check in, check out only we need to make sure after check out, 
actually we inform them they will send a cleaner there do all the setup okay yeah so we no need to spend much time on there like, actually really just in case if they say anything happen ah, then i was starting to go over lo. that's why every place we will have a unit there right yeah i see of course the people who are staying in that area we are not only focused in oak we also will target the renter in surrounding also of course of course yeah so like you know easy for them to handle the things for for the owner so let's say like millers for example there's 20 units right you only need one cleaner two cleaners or three three cleaners mm. i see and then and right now currently you're working on how many projects five 15 perfect three four yeah. every fact interesting interesting so uh that's more on the 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 expense side of the business how about choosing the area how do you get how do you decide which areas you want to have units manage units for mm, first thing you must have proper transport in surrounding la. ah okay. okay the second thing is uh, like shopping mall mm. okay and the third thing is like whether that area you have any hospital or have any school in nearby yeah so these three points like, actually we will look into it like right. for moon kera because of we serve most of the clients from korean and japanese yes because yes. of but there they have no any hotel except a police there's only one yeah that's why we also cooperate with some school like you want preschool the principal actually sometimes they will oh, gardens is there yeah, yeah yes he will arrange some customer for us also oh. like to stay in our airbnb but easy for them like, like you no know, to travels. I see. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. But what will you say that so far is like the biggest challenge? Is it managing the people? Because I would imagine that the team that you have today is not the same thing team that you started with, right? No. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of stories there for sure, right? Yes. <laughs> so will you say that's the hardest thing? Manage say, the people? I would say yes. So what, what what are the horror stories, war stories? Mm, no, sometimes how to say? I would say the bond. I'm mending a bonding like Okay, say. okay. Some people come and go, but if you want for us to join together, uh, we need to have a same goals. Right. Yeah. At the thing that we want to deliver la. That's why even though all my 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 staff, okay. I will give them a share. A yeah. cut from the rental that they yes, manage. Yes, like right? for example, let's say, uh, even though profit, let's say this unit you handle, like our service like A2 lah. Owner ah. take 80%, we take 20%. Yes. So for the staff who handling those unit, we will give 5%, means 25% lah from our profit. So this is, will be their profit also. I see. Uh, so then they can deliver the result right. to us lah. Uh, to the owner as well and, and those that leave what are the biggest reasons or maybe those that you fire <laughs> what are usually the biggest reason not able to commit lo, ah. say. time because service line time is important there's no 9 to 5 right no the roof leak doesn't <laughs> only happen 9 to 5 36 hours <laughs> I would say yeah, yeah. yeah we spent more even though for myself I have no off day at all yeah which is very thank you yeah. that you can <laughs> make it for today. Yeah. 
Wow. So, so based on what you're saying, am I right to say that most of the people that work with you are not like full-time employees? These are maybe freelancers or am, am I right? Yeah, mostly freelancers. But they're able to commit the time like 24 hours to me. Wow. Because, they, because our goal is like, we want to build biggest and biggest. Mm. We want to go big. So you have to stick together. Only we can, yeah, yeah. you know, go to the top. Lah. Right. Yeah. But some people, they're not able like, you know, to, to work until the end together. Lah. Right. Yeah. Fair some enough. people come and go, come and go. But the people who are staying with us now, like we have a strong relationship. Lah. Right. So everything we like, we handle ourselves and we will work together. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the, the turnover? Like, um, like percentage, like how every year, how many people as a percentage of the entire team will leave? 10%, 20%? Luckily now, actually, those 15 people, we are together almost two years already. I never leave. <laughs> so we oh. don't have any new joiner, but because for now, we still growing. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. For us, I think just few of us is good enough already. Yeah, maybe yeah. future we might be extend. Fair enough. Yeah. And during, I just shift back a little bit, right? Of course, your kind of business, uh, COVID was very, very big impact, right? Uh, as I said, I have a friend who also, as I said, I know he was uh, struggling as well. How, how did you, how did your, you and your team manage uh, COVID? Because you've been in business before COVID, right? Yeah. We're running this business almost five years already. But of course, during uh, COVID time, we also faced a lot of issues. We closed down a lot of uni also. Mm. Yeah. But I think no one can escape from this COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But the luckily, they still stick with us. I mean, our staff. Even though they're willing to... Pick up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's wow. not easy, like, I would say. I see. So maybe now you can share a little bit about future. You 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 talk about how you want to go to the next level, right? Uh, what is the next level? Because right now you're managing what? Five units, uh, five different projects, right? What is the next level? More projects or something different? We actually was targeting more to hotel line also. La. Hotel? Oh. Yeah. Like uh, coming, we, we have a project in Langkawi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So actually, we're also trying, like, you know, take down, like, give JR to all the purchaser. Give what? Sorry? Granted return JR. Guaranteed rental okay. return GRR. Oh, okay. Okay. Is this like a legal term or is it just a. No, it's product? like a sales package service that we provide add on. Guaranteed rental return. return. Yes. So, how, how would you guarantee a rental, I guess? Like, for example, uh, like this project will give a fixed pay, thousand five, for example. Okay, if let's say this month, let's say for this unit we are hitting three thousand, or maybe more, then we will divide like share, eighty uh, twenty. But oh. if let's say we cannot hit, if let's say less than thousand five, then we will still pay thousand five to the owner. Oh, you will top this up. What we did. Yeah, this is what we did. Interesting. This is what we plan to did lah. So what, what, what would give you the confidence to guarantee? That's why we actually we filter the project mm. before we add on this kind of service. I see. Like this kind of package. Ah. Yeah. 
not all, but depends on the project potential. And specifically now you're talking about hotels, right? But mm. why, why hotels? Because Airbnb was an alternative to hotels. So it's quite interesting that you guys now from Airbnb because, uh, go in a hotel. Some, some developer actually is selling their, their, their project like purely investment. Like, uh. like no, no one bought for Onstay. The size is really small. I see. But we will call this like a hotel, but that's why we're planning to get involved in, provide the add-on package. Yes. Then we will take all and die block you need. Wow. Like convert to as a hotel. La. Yeah. This is Langkawi, la. so you, yeah. you are riding on a lot of tourism, you say? Yes. But even though see? some KLs, certain project actually, we are actually now in discussion with developer. La. Uh, <laughs> which you cannot maybe uh, share not right now. now. <laughs> not now, maybe. I see. Yeah. That's very interesting because when you go into this negotiation with these developers, right, mm. uh, some of them are big, you know, powerful and things like that. And of course, you coming from just a smaller, essentially SME, right, 15 people, like how do you go in and negotiate with these people? What are some of the things you've experienced? Maybe you can share some of your advice as well. I will say the result that we did. La. Mm. Because like the five project, all the owner actually, they, they, what we say, uh, we got create our profile and we have get a personal like photo, like let's say this is my owner. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. take photo. Okay. They, they, they actually have give some review for us. Then we I will see. compile it inside of testimonials. Profile. Yeah. Yeah. So when we bring up all these things and even though our result to developer, I will say market, not much of people, they are doing this. But for, for me, it's like, we really provide value. Right. Uh, and this is the review from all the owner. Right. So we are you know, confident to deliver the result to the other as well because of our service. So then what you're trying to say is that uh, when you go to these developers, you are confident that these developers will give you the projects because you are almost a sure win use a Chinese word la. yeah you are like I know if I work with you you will definitely find people to fill up or to even buy the unit yes right so walk me so if I understand correctly the process of how you actually go from securing the deal to actually running uh, the business is you go to these uh, developers you say I like 50 let's say and then you get those and you try and sell them then once you sell them to those tenants, then you go to the tenant and tell them that I can give you Airbnb service, I can give you rental, guaranteed rental, whatever, and you just rinse and repeat. Yes. And then once that works, then you move on to the next project. Yes, correct. I see. Uh, I this see. is what we do now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you have five projects right now and you're in the talks with a few. Is there a number that you have in mind that will say like, I think it's enough? No. No. Uh. <laughs> no. Because we project in market is a lot, but of course we are depends on which project. Because in the market, not many projects are, are good for Airbnb winners, I would say. Not many. Right. You need to have a selling point right. for your condo. Right. Like what we have mentioned, Ate Soralis. Mm -hmm. It's one of the projects that we are quite confident because of right. um, their design. Mm. It's very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from there, actually, you can attract a lot of 
customer. Yes, yes. Just purposely come for video shooting, photo. Yeah. Right. But of course, as you expand into the future, right, you go from 15 and then maybe one day 150, right? I mean, I think you will agree managing 15 is really can be a headache of your team. Not saying they're bad. I'm just saying it's not easy. How, how are you preparing yourself to maybe one day manage 100, 200 people? How, how, you're just curious. For this now. Next level, right? Next level. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I'm not saying that you mm. have the answer, obviously, but. Because for now, we have about 100 units mm. already on, mm. on our hand now. Okay. Even though if let's say we grow more and more, I think it's still not a, it's still not a big challenge because of, like I mentioned just now, every project we won't take more than how many you need, you know? So like, if let's say we get involved in this project, yes, yes. we will actually trend three to 5% mm. to station there to handle all the things. Mm. Yeah, so if you say you say challenge. It's just a copy paste, you feel. Yeah. I see. So if that isn't a challenge, do you what do you think would be a challenge, you feel? Of course it hasn't happened yet, but yeah. what do you think is going to be a challenge? This one. Feel feel free <laughs> to chip in so behind if you want to. If I may. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say if let's say we're talking about expansion, yeah. uh, I think the biggest thing here is the quality the quality of the individuals that are going to be running uh, each specific property. I see. For example, um, to give an illustration for 163 Monkera, which is our flagship yeah. uh, project that we are managing right now, we manage about 60 units uh, at 163 Monkera for the uh, Airbnb. Lah, right? So on this portion, the team that is running that and managing that has to be on their game. Yeah. They need to know the property inside and out. They need to know how to handle issues like that. Right? So it's the quality of the workers because in this sort of service industry, especially for an Airbnb management, right? The whole objective of why people sign up with mm. you is because you can relieve their headache. You make their lives easier, right? You don't have to think like, oh, you know, oh, I need to find tenant. Oh, I need to go and clean. Oh, I need to go and pass the keys, right? So the quality of service is very important. So if let's say you're going to be expanding, right? From let's say 15 high quality people, how are you going to ensure that 150 or 200 people yeah. under you, all of them have that same level of quality, right? So I would say the training and the quality that you have to yes. propose and maintain for your company because it all it takes is maybe a few bad cases to right. ruin your company's reputation. Maybe 80% of your workers or your staff are extremely competent. Yeah, 20% are slightly problematic. That 20% causes an issue, then your entire reputation for yeah. your company might suffer because of that. So I would say that's the biggest obstacle is the quality of each individual uh, staff. Right. So yeah. how, then, then I push the question to you. How do you, how do you find the right people? This one, uh, filter. <laughs> because sometimes, I can look at a uh, You can say in advance, Because right? sometimes we, we interview a lot of people. Okay. But when you want to find the right person, you at least need to test. Test. Yes. Three months, six months, only we know whether right. this is the person that we want or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you decide whether this is the right person, is it 
an individual decision on yourself or you you ask the team to make a collective team collective decision yes okay okay so uh i only really have two more questions left um the last one is maybe you can share a little bit about some of the projects you guys are excited about now of course those who are listening obviously they have a financial interest to mm-hmm. Uh, talk about this project so it's important that you guys uh know about it right um and do your own research but yeah maybe share share with us some of the exciting projects they're working on uh first will be dorset Hatamas. okay mm. and also this is the hotel right yes okay actually dorset actually they have certain pro actually landing hotel but they still have love you need uh, actually under the rapper right uh, we are going to have a bug purchase. Uh, uh, actually, we are in, in Nego. Okay. So that will be the first one, of course. Okay. And the second will be Arte Suarez, mm. which is now we are looking on it. La. Right. Mm. So why, would, why, why are these two projects, uh, sell the project? You know? I walked into your... Maybe for gallery. Arte Suarez, we can ask Vihan to... Okay, yeah, we'll start there <laughs> and then we'll talk about Dorset uh, later on. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so if I may, I'm going yeah, into yeah. sales pitch mode. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so everyone knows you're going to be sales pitch. So. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So Ate Solare. So I think majority of uh, property investors would be familiar with the name Ate. Uh, because Ate, we have Ate in Cheras, we have uh, Ate in Monchiara and among others, mm-hmm. right? So what makes Ate Solaris different, right? So I think we all know that Monchiara and the general area of the main Monchiara area, the central Monchiara area is a very, very hot area. Why? Because first things first, tenant demographic, right? It's filled with expats, Japanese, Koreans, Caucasians, all of them who which, right? When it comes to, for example, rental, when it comes to local Malaysians, we're looking for rental, we're looking for Airbnb, we know the market's better and we are more calculative with like, oh, this yeah. is you know, too expensive. But for example, just to give a certain perspective, Right. Uh, for 163, we have had clients like Koreans and Japanese that have booked units for one month, one month rental for 10,000. Mm. Right. So in that sense, right, you know that the tenant demographic must be high quality. Yes. Because for anybody looking for an investor property, right, you need a few things like Sky has mentioned before. First of all, you need to have a make sure that that area has a good tenant demographic. Yes. Right. So applying that to Monkiara, expats. Korean, Japanese, Caucasians, all of them who which most of their, whether it's their uh, accommodation expenses are either sponsored by their company or they themselves are affluent enough to not be so calculative on the rate. So long as you can provide them a property that suits their needs, they'll be more than happy to pay and they'll pay on time. Just to share, I think Japanese tenants are the best. Yes, through personal experience, I can agree with that as well. Yes, I mean, so there's some when you they enter the unit, right? They leave after they leave the unit, the better unit is better off than when yeah. before they rent it. So I would say, honestly, if you're looking for a tenant demographic, that is one selling point for Arte Solaris. Yes. Another thing would be location, right? Location, I think I don't really need to say much. Solaris Monkiara is a very, very popular area. There's so many Korean barbecues, Japanese restaurants, right? all of which cater to the affluent expat market of Monchiara, yes. right? So if you're looking for anybody that would like to get an Airbnb there, Arte Solaris is one of your only options available. And this brings me to the third factor as to why we believe Arte Solaris is going to be the gold mine for the next uh, Airbnb uh, in Monchiara, right? Competition. Hmm. Why do I mention that? If you look around the Solaris Monchiara area, right? 
it is surrounded by luxury condominiums that are large in size. Yes. Right. So majority of them, for example, Agile, Pavilion Hilltop, Cerny, Tiffany Chiara, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of these cater to more for own stay because they cater for large units, right? So when you eliminate those options, because remember, if you're going for Arte Solaris, you're going to be getting investment size units that are specially designed for short-term rental, i.e. Airbnb. So you're looking at what? 600, 700 square feet, the type or less? Approximately, or approximately within that size for a one bedroom, okay, okay. right? A simplex layout. Um, around approximately uh, at a very affordable rate. La. I cannot disclose that amount just yet. Uh, if you're interested, do drop by. Yeah. Uh, drop an inquiry. But yes, um, because the another USP is the barrier to entry. Right? Ah. It's actually for a property that is located in such a central location, which is literally, uh, when I say it's right next to Solaris Monkeara, I'm not lying to you. They already have the hoarding up there and with the banner there, okay. it is literally right next to Solaris Monkeara. So when I say walking distance, you could literally take the lift down, walk out. That is very attractive for any uh, people that are living in that Monkeara area as an Airbnb. Yes. So that is why after doing a lot of extensive research, because uh, we are very specialized, especially in the Monkeara area. We have done the research on what sort of sizes get the most occupancy rate, mm. right? And as mentioned, our 163 Monkeara, which is on Jalan Kiara 1, right, is our flagship project there. So with Arte Solaris just being down the road, it has that same appeal, but it's a more affordable. Ah. And also, it appeals to a different crowd. 163 Monkeara appeals to those who want access to 163 Plaza Monkeara, 1 Monkeara, Aquaris. Arte Solaris will cater to those who want access to Solaris Monkeara within the same area, but they will not compete with one another. That is why you say in that area, you don't have to compete, yeah. right? Because some investors, they say, oh, I got an investment unit in this location, very prime location. However, that project has like 1,000 units and is surrounded by other investment projects that each have maybe 1,000 units each. Yeah. Then you have five to 10,000 units that you have to compete you push with. push the prices down. Yes, yeah, so which pushes the prices down. Yeah. Whereas for Arte Solaris, 600 units only. Right. So you can be sure that because there's a lack of competition everywhere else, who else will? Who else do you have to rent out an Airbnb from? Arte Solaris. Interesting. And the owners who buy it. So how about uh, Dorset? Dorset, uh, because of that area as well, there's not many of supply. Yes. Yeah. That's why uh, even though themselves actually they are running a hotel there also, but not many. It's about ten floor only. Okay. But actually, the place is very good. Sometimes, even though if you want, we're trying to book also, it's full. Wow. Yeah. And in that area, it's quite convenient as well because we have more. It's direct access to the mall. You have a link bridge there. Okay. Yeah. So in that area, because for Airbnb, the main thing is you cannot have a lot of supply in one area. Then you can get the highest profit. Right. Yeah. But how do you work with the hotel? Um, like no. That will be separate. That's separate. Okay. Separate. Yeah. I see. Yeah. But if you book from hotel, of course the price is highest. Yes. Yeah, definitely. But if you book through us, we can give you the home feeling. Instead of like a hotel, only one queen size bed, maybe. Uh, but we'll try to like cut it off of like even though it's a studio, it's able to be a right. two bedroom. Ah. Yeah, the, the layout la. Oh, you just create a like a divider. Partitioning. Or? A partitioning yeah. 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 Yeah, through creative door, yeah. layout design. Yes. So this is a difference. 
that we compare with the hotel. You can set. you can customize for what your client needs. Yes. Okay, so I just last question only. This is for Sky. Um, what are the three things where you would three advice you would give to yourself when you're starting out? Now that you've gone through what five years, right? I'm sure, you learn a lot, gone through a lot. What what advice will you give to Sky five years ago starting this business? Hmm. Patient. Okay. Okay. I would say be humble. Okay. Yeah. And work hard. <laughs> yeah. So okay, why 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 patience? Because I feel like there's a story there, right? Yes, because um sometimes if you want to do something, yes. If you too rush to want to complete it, actually you will make you make more mistake. Mm. Yeah. Instead of you go through it step by step, you can done the thing perfectly. Yes. Yeah. And you feel like there's, is there an example where maybe you were working on a project or something that because you weren't patient, that's why maybe it didn't fall through or it wasn't done well? Yeah, when I'm a fresh agent at the time, because we're trying to chase the sales. Yes. But yes. I just sell to my buyer, like even though, you know, we didn't study about the surrounding. Mm. Uh, and about the project details, even though the developer background, yes. we didn't go through it, but we just oh, sell on it. But we didn't doing any uh, study, la, we, we would say, just because I want to hit our target. Okay. But actually, when they get the key, they will call you, hey, how, how come uh, the things that supposed to be built opposite like Eon, but why is gone? Why don't have? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This a lot of things that actually we missed out that we didn't do. Yeah. And and this will in a way like be bad for your reputation uh, because yeah. you promised this and then, then the yeah. turning get not happy. Mm. Right. That's why when we do anything, I think we it's good for us like to step by step, like study first and do some market survey uh, before we go to approach our client. Uh. Right. And how about the second one, which is uh, uh, to be humble? I feel like, did, did, did you have a project that you were working on that you were like so confident you're going to work out, but it didn't? Is there something, an experience you can share? Mm, yeah, but it's a long story. Uh. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can maybe just give us the short, short-term version. Like what you mentioned just now, like yes. we too confident sometimes, but uh, it will make a mistake also. Yes. Yeah. Unless you can't share the details, is it? Yeah. Or you're but not? Because okay. for me, it's quite stuff la, for the time. La. I see. Yeah. Okay, okay, fair, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. And what was the last lesson again? Sorry, I missed that. Work hard. Work hard. I, I think see. everyone okay. must have this. Uh, All right. So, uh, you know, before I end, like, anything else you want to add, Mayhan? Mm, I mean, on my part, I think what Sky mentioned as the three yes. main things, right? Yes. Um, patience, be humble, yeah. and of course, work hard. I think that is essential in almost any industry. Yeah. yeah. But it's especially so in uh, the property line. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, why do I mention that? It's because in terms of patience, right? Because the property line is not something where you're getting a monthly uh, sort of compensation or remuneration, right? It is very performance based. 
Right. So a lot of times, what a lot of fresh agents make the mistake of is like what Sky said, you know, they don't have the patience. They're coming in and like, I, I want to make sales, I want to make sales, I want to make sales. And they only focus so hard on pushing the client for the sale without caring about the client's needs. Yeah. Right. Um, for me, I think the approach is slightly different. You put the service first. Yeah. When you provide excellent service, you earn your money. Yeah. You're not chasing the money, you're earning it. Okay. Because it's in exchange for a valuable service that they cannot find anywhere else. And talking about being humble, I think that's also something that really a lot of people can learn from. I think sometimes uh, in the property line, because when you're making a lot of sales, let's say you have a good month or a good two months, you know, you're pulling in a very um, commendable sum right? yeah. uh, in terms of your commission, right? Some people might get too um, overconfident rather yeah. and say, oh, you know, I did, I, did, I, did, I did this, you know, I did this, you know, I did this, you know, but they let that get to their head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then that affects their performance for further sales. And then they're not able to keep up the consistency of the sales. Right? And then this leads to the third point, which is working hard. Yeah. Right? If you work hard, right, you stay with that humble attitude of yours and you prioritize your service, you will be not only top sales for one month, but you will probably be the consistent top sales yeah. over and over and over. I think the key here is the consistency yeah. if you want to succeed in the property uh, industry, not just or a flash in the pan. No, you come in for the long term, work hard, stay humble, and have that good work ethic, prioritize your service. You will be one of the top sales, not only in your agency, but probably the entire industry. Right now. All right, guys, thanks for thanks for sharing all these uh, very interesting insights. Uh, I am a complete newbie, so I don't know. I didn't even know like some of these things that exist. I, I didn't know you can do hotel, uh, Airbnb for hotels as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, guys, hope you enjoyed the the podcast. Always, uh, you know, like, comment, subscribe, usual stuff. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. And actually, where can people find you if they want to find you and if they want to maybe even get some information on the properties that you guys are uh, talking about? Mm. Where can people find you? Well, uh, <clears throat> on our side, we do have a number of uh, social media pages. Yeah. Uh, so on my side, you can contact me via Han Consultancy Group. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, and I will be creating uh, content to share with you guys uh, on how to invest in properties, how to develop your business, sure. right? For Airbnb business, what do you need? We give certain consultancy and certain uh, trainings, lah, right? right? So you can find us there. If let's say even you want to purchase a property, my phone number is actually on uh, my website, my pages, yeah. right? So you can contact us through there. All right. Thanks for coming, guys. Uh, looking forward to seeing the next level. Yes. All right. Hey. Peace, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care, everyone.